Cardew began his teaching career in 2010 when he moved from his home country of Cyprus to England to study music at Newcastle University. After completing his postgraduate studies in the USA, he was faced with the prospect of forging a career in music. It's a point that faces all musicians who are not inevitably headed for the concert platform. But perhaps unusually for a music graduate, Mike had a strong streak of the entrepreneur and after trying various avenues, he hit upon combining a number of his main interests supported by a careful assessment of his knowledge and skills and came up with a new persona as a world-beating guitar teacher. And so the Guitar Guide Guru was born. Within two years, Mike was voted Guitarist Teacher of the Year. In a world where musicians are having increasingly to manage their careers and carve out their own niche, we follow Mike on his journey from post-graduation to international standing at the head of his own music education business. Stay listening for his final core tips for success as a music entrepreneur. But before we go to the studio, we bring you this message from our sponsor. Music Works is generously supported by Alliance Musical Insurance the UK's number one musical instrument insurer, serving the music community since 1960, proud to be the insurer of choice for over 70,000 musicians. Alliance offer a team of music experts who understand musicians' needs and lifestyles, especially helpful during the strange times we're in. You can get cover for all types of instruments and musical equipment. Cover includes protection against accidental damage, loss, theft and more. Also, unlike home insurance, there's no excess to pay on instrument or accessory claims. If these difficult times have shown us anything, it's that life can be unpredictable and a lot of things are beyond our control. That's why insurance is important for any musician, whether you're planning to tour the world or teach the next generation. Then, if the worst happens, you won't be left out of pocket and you can get back to doing what you do best. At the moment, Alliance have a special online offer with two months free cover. And not only that, but every Alliance music policy now includes free legal assistance and support, so you can protect yourself both as a musician and in your personal life. Find out more at alliancemusic.co.uk. So, we'll now go to the Music Works studio where Mike Papapavlou is waiting to talk to us about his journey to become the guitar guru. Hello, Mike. Thank you so much for joining us today. Glad to be here. <laughs> uh, so today I am talking to Mike Papapavlou, uh, the Guitar Guide Guru, um, about his business and his journey on, on starting his business and developing his um, status as Guitar Guide Guru. So <laughs> why don't you tell us a bit about what you do, Mike? Oh, first of all, thank you, Katie, for uh, having me on Music Works. Um, I think that uh, a podcast like this um, that um, helps classical musicians and I imagine musicians in general, um, you know, uh, elevate um, their profession, helps them, empowers them. Uh, this is really important. Anything that helps musicians be able to believe in themselves more and achieve more is, is definitely uh, a great service to humanity. Um, Thank you very much. <laughs> so, um, yeah, I'm glad I'm here. Um, I'm Mike and um, yeah, the name of my, my business is Guitar Guide Guru. Uh, I am a guitar coach, guitar teacher essentially, 
I was fortunate enough in 2020 to be uh, awarded as the guitar teacher of 2020 by Guitar World Magazine, which is essentially the number one publication for uh, guitarists. Um, thank you, thank you. And I have been um, teaching guitar for 10 years now, since 2010. And I specialize uh, working with the busiest professionals around the, around the planet. And uh, what, I, what I say I do is that I transform industry rock stars into rock stars on the guitar. <laughs> and what does that mean? Well, that, that essentially means that um, I work with uh, individuals who really are the best at what they do professionally. Uh, you know, your, uh, your high achievers, overachievers, uh, quote unquote, uh, executive types that um, have always loved music, have always loved guitar and may play guitar, but um, it always kind of, it doesn't get priority uh, because of, you know, the, the career and marriage and children and this and that. But um, those individuals, they know that that side of them playing guitar, making music, uh, they feel a void uh, and, and I'm there to uh, fill that void and to make them musical, make them play guitar, uh, make guitar part of their lives and just get, in, get fulfillment, feel creative and get rid of some stress through music because I truly believe that music, uh, learning an instrument can be an amazing source of a mental well-being, especially for the hardest working people out there. I agree completely. I mean, yeah, summarized it perfectly, haven't you? The, uh, the, the things that music and playing an instrument can add to um, you know, a, busy, a busy and successful life um, so much. So that's great. And so, uh, so that's where you are now. So why don't you tell us a bit about how you got there? Did you always know that this was the kind of thing you wanted to do? Um, tell us a bit about your journey. Uh, so the answer, the, uh, the simple answer is no. Um, I didn't have this all planned, planned out years in advance. But I always knew that I, uh, I wanted to have an impact and I wanted to leave my mark. I guess you could say I always felt that... Um, I'd be carving my my own path. In essence, what I mean is work, you know, I have my own business, I suppose is what I'm saying. But um, yeah, it didn't, uh, sometimes, or most of the times, the, the dots connect uh, when looking back, not, uh, you know, you can't see yeah. Hindsight is a wonderful thing. Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. So would you like me to, where, where would you like me to start, I guess? Oh, well, um, shall we start at the beginning? So, you know, presumably you did um, graduate music study, a university music study, is that right? Yep. Is it, yep. Does the story yep. start there? Does it start before that? <laughs> um, yeah, well, Yes, so I uh, got my uh, my bachelor's degree and my master's, um, the bachelor's in the UK and then the master's in the US. And um, 
it was definitely challenging when I when I graduated from my the master's degree and then uh, was um, thrown into the marketplace. I definitely did not have um, you know direction as to what was the next step. Did you know what you wanted uh, to do at that point? Did you come out of no, um, the master's no. degree with a kind of yeah? No, no, I had no, no I had no clear uh, <laughs> goal, aim, direction. I think that this is an issue that happens to many, many individuals that are college students, um, not necessarily just for people studying music that they, they uh, you can go through great universities and even get a great um you know, you can get firsts and 4.0s or whatever. Um, but I think it's a global issue that college graduates, university graduates do not have a clear goal, aim, direction um, after after they graduate. Because, because I think that that's most of the time that's not the university's prerogative. That's not their, you know, um, I think we get so much sucked into just getting it done. That's the goal. The goal is, the goal is just to, to finish your degree, but that is not, um, it's a losing, it's a losing proposition because the, the degree is, well, I, I wish I knew this back then that a degree is not the, is not the end, which which was what everyone thinks it is, but it's just the means, and you've got to figure out the end. Yeah, absolutely. This is something that I hear a lot. Um, I think you know now, certainly in the UK, there are a lot of entrepreneurship, enterprise, enterprise modules and things like that in in music degrees. But even now, I'm still hearing that, and certainly going back a few years that. Um, it prepares you for a lot of things musically and it's a great experience um, but that um, sometimes if you come out of it without a sense of especially how to run a, a business or how to kind of pave your own way you know um, which it sounds like was always a priority for you um, I think that in particular for music majors it's even more important to not think of that your degree as an end, but as a means, mm -hmm. because obviously the marketplace for musicians is um, is not as wide as you know uh, as other disciplines. So I mean, if you if you finish with a, if a with a bachelor's degree in uh, computer science. Even if you don't have a clear idea of what you want to do afterwards, you will have an easier time to get employment and, and figure it out then. Uh, so I really think that's why things like, you know, the polyphony arts and, and uh, your company and then music works, this podcast, this is why this is so important. Um, I think that musicians, need coaching more than anyone else it's not the easiest profession and and it does and we shouldn't aim we shouldn't aim as human beings for the easiest way out 
in my opinion anyway yeah absolutely so um you come out of um your master's degree and um you you don't have direct, you know the, the the end of the degree has been achieved but then you know you're left with what happens next um, exactly exactly <laughs> so what does uh, so <laughs> so what what does happen next what happens next is what is inevitable um in the in the story if you if you're someone that doesn't have a clear vision of the life you want to create or the business then what you do what 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 the only thing to do is to try different things out which is exactly what i did you know i tried um to pursue every opportunity that seemed um, possibly promising. And uh, yeah, I went through a good, uh, a good three years of, um, of just pursuing uh, all opportunities. The culmination of that was that I was disgruntled. I was frustrated. Yeah, and that, 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 <laughs> that, was, that was really that. Um, so things, things did, still didn't seem that promising uh, after trying different things out, but um, discontentment can can be the best thing that happens to you, believe it or not. Mm, yeah, I agree. You need to feel, you know, the, the need to do something. Um, yes. Yeah. Yes, and um, looking back, Katie, uh, I found that before e everything, everything that has been um, positive and, and amazing in my life has come right after me being discontented about something and deciding that I will do something about this and really, really, you know, not just saying it, but, you know, like when you're discontented with every cell in your body, and then you decide to do something about it, miracles can happen. Yeah, absolutely. And sometimes it needs that um, that kind of catalyst of things getting to the point where you think, you know, that this is, you know, serious dissatisfaction and I need to do something about it. Exactly. <laughs> and so that's, that's, that's pretty much when, um, that's when start, things started turning around for me. Great. Um, something that the listener will hopefully get value from is that um, I had to, I had to make a decision when uh, at that po point of complete discontentment. Well, first of all, for better or for worse, I was not willing to settle. I don't know why. I don't know why I wasn't willing to settle, but at that point I had to look back and think, okay, out of everything that I've tried so far in my life, what is, what is the one thing that I've developed the most competence, skill, and knowledge in. And if I take that and if I create a service out of it that is to the best of my ability to serve other human beings, um, I don't know how I got to that conclusion. Maybe it was through a lot of books that I read or courses that I you know, attended 
But that's what made sense. I, I had to think, okay, what is that one thing that I'm the absolute best at and that I can um, use to have a positive impact? And I thought, well, you know what? Pretty competent guitarist and I've already taught guitar. And uh, while I didn't necessarily feel in the past that I was particularly a gifted guitar teacher, um, I made a decision that that's I was gonna become, I was gonna become the best version I could as a guitar teacher, and I was gonna put all my eggs in one basket, and that basket would be teaching guitar. It really paid off. Great. And so, how long ago was that that you made that decision? I made that decision uh, in in early two thousand eighteen. Okay. And. Just, just to just to see how things happen. That I make that decision in early 2018, and by 20, by December of 2020, I get awarded an international title. I was just going to say the same thing. That is not a particularly long turnaround, is it? To exactly <laughs> to go from making that commitment to um, to achieving that that accolade. Um, and I think that's a really it, fantastic yeah. example, isn't it, of um, when, you know, being really decisive with yourself and setting, set really, because it sounds as though you really set a goal there. Yes, gonna, yes. Okay. So talk us through it. How did it work? I'm kind of going to get a bit geeky about this. <laughs> How, what did you do? So you make the decision that you're going to be the best guitar teacher that you can be. Then what do you do? So, uh, and thank, thank, thank you for going into this. Um, the first step, once you've made a decision um, like that, is that you have to eliminate any other plan. Meaning that if e even if in the back of your mind, you have plan B, plan B, plan D, B, C, D, excuse me, um, you are shooting your, you think you're giving yourself a timeline, but you're really actually shooting yourself in the foot. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, so I, I knew what it was like to have um, safety nets. I knew what it was like to, I'm going to try this venture, but still keep my job, you know, but because I had already done that, I had already tried dipping in my toe while still, you know, and I knew that that doesn't, uh, playing a safe like that doesn't really create the, the results. And the reason it doesn't create the results is because all human achievement has probably, if I had to make a, a guess here, has come from, for, from having to um, put yourself in a success or failure kind of uh, situation, right? Um, so... Definitely not, definitely not giving myself any other options uh, made me think of one thing. Okay, well, this is my only option. Let me, let me get to work. And that's what I did. And how did that, was that, um, obviously that's an initial level of serious motivation. You know, you're like, I found the thing, I've set the goal. This is what I'm going to do. I'm eliminating all other options. How easy was it to keep that motivation level up? Was that like, you know, did you then just like do it? Or was there a journey there, <laughs> you know? So 
we all make decisions and we all sometimes uh, change our decisions. But um, I think, I think um, it, it was just the right time for me to go all in on an idea of mine. I had, a, it, it was that time that I had the idea because, you know, Katie, um, before all this, before that early 2018 decision, I wasn't even sure that I could have a, um, a, a great impact and a, uh, and a comfortable lifestyle teaching guitar. I was, so because I couldn't even believe it, of course I wouldn't, I wouldn't have pursued it, right? But it was, it, it started with that idea that, okay, I've tried all these things out and I'm just still dissatisfied. Okay, I gotta, I've gotta self-evaluate myself, see what um, I think that my gift is. And then the, I guess, the one thing that I wanted to mention is that, so I, I, I thought I'm, I'm gonna be a great guitar teacher, but then I also had to have the associated belief that uh, it can happen for me. So yeah. um, that, that, and that's an important part. So there was, a, there was a part of me that said, yes, you can do this. You can do this, you can make this happen and it can work for you. Um, and that didn't come uh, right away, obviously, it didn't, you know, um, so, uh, and then to get back to your question, I think that, you, okay, well, you make your decision, but then when you, when, when you don't give yourself any other options, I think that um, the only option is to, is to pursue that business, pursue that decision and uh and that's what i did and i and i and i just started and then i just kept going and going and going and i actually i didn't look back because one one student you know led to two and et cetera et cetera three four ten you know and of course they didn't come all raining in you know at once but um i recognize some momentum i recognize some momentum and I was, I was focusing my mind on, gee, um, I think what really helped me keep going. And, um, and I'm actually glad I'm mentioning this because uh, I think I, think I want to kind of internalize all these things yet again, that when, you, when you're pursuing something and you see the momentum, you want to you want to uh, savor savor the little micro wins along the way, and yeah. not think, gee, you know, I'm not, I'm still not at these number of students or these number of clients or this this monthly revenue. I was, I think, I was just really just uh, focusing on, okay, you know, uh, I I gave a great lesson you know, or a great class, or I'm grateful for this student. And, you know, and, and just kept that in my mind. Yeah, exactly. So it sounds as though you're getting this momentum from yourself. You've caused it. You've decided to take the step. You've 
shown yourself how it can be possible. And then these um, these wins, whether they're small wins, big wins, medium wins, are kind of feeding the momentum and keeping going and allowing it yeah. to build. Does that sound right? Because I think this is really interesting. Um, do you... Um, do you sort of visualization or manifestation specifically when, you know, setting your goals and, you know, do you say to yourself, you know, like make a vision board or, you know, say to yourself, here is what I look like as, you know, in my dream role, in my living my dream life. Do you do those kind of things? I, I certainly believe in them uh, wholeheartedly. I wouldn't say that I, I, I would definitely like to take a class or a course or something to um, increase my awareness, but also habit of, of, you know, closing my eyes and visualizing uh, of doing vision boards. So I think I would definitely benefit from that. For the listener who may be not entirely sure if those things work, well, um, if my word means anything, then uh, I would say give them a shot. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, I agree. Actually, I'm I'm becoming quite convinced of the power of um, of manifesting uh, <laughs> recently, um, and it's it's working quite well in my coaching practice too. It sounds a bit might sound a bit woo to some people, um, but it's essentially just being able to really see the outcome of what you're doing, and that in itself gives you the belief. To there are mm. of people who are really into it, but for me, it's the actually being able to see what things would be like if whatever it is you're trying to change is different, actually changes something in the way you seek it because you don't go, oh, I tried to be a professional musician and I got one rejection, so I'm not going to try and do that anymore. Not that people do that, obviously. But, you know, you, you're kind of saying, this is how it is. This is the big package. This is the, long, the long-term the long goal. Um, and I love that, um, what you're saying about you know, because we all need the momentum to stay up. It's all, it's, it's quite easy and sometimes to set goals and to be like, okay, here's my big vision. And then when it doesn't happen straight away, you can be a bit like, oh, but it sounds as though not, not only did it um, roll for you, which in itself is a sign of a good goal, in my opinion, when it kind of comes along and, and does, its, does its thing, apparently on its own, although I always think that's entirely down to the people who do it. <laughs> Um, so yeah, that's really, um, that's really good to hear. Um, and so then, so yeah, so we were in, um, 2018, you started it and it it just keeps building basically through to, um, being given the award in 2020. And, um, what is next? What, so where is it at now? Because it's, it's, um, do you do on, there's an online element to it, right? Um, you have like a course. Well, well, so, so, so right now, Katie, um, you know, I have a, uh, a full teaching load of um, students. And um, one thing that I should mention um, to the listener is that if you're an educator, if you're a teacher, if you're an instructor, if you're a coach, you should definitely figure out who, um, who is your target audience. And that will be who your target audience should be not who you think you, you you should not define your target audience based on what you think the gap in the market is. Um, you should define your target audience based on what is it that you're most passionate about and, and sharing what information, what discipline, 
what genre um, are you most passionate about that you'd like to share, disseminate information? So essentially, just like I had to um, decide in 2018, gee, you know what? I've tried, it. I've tried a few things out, a few little professions, and uh, just the, the, same, the same questioning that I did back then, you have to do, when you decide, when you decide on your profession, then you have to decide, and it'll come a little down the, the line, is you've got to specialize. You have to be a, uh, a specialist. You, don't, you do not want to be a generalist. And a lot of people will say that you should be a generalist, but in my humble opinion, uh, you need to be an absolute, you should aim to be a world-class specialist on something. Um, I think especially in music where we feel like, you know, when we're, we're taught to be generalists from the word go, aren't we? You know, we do exams and you have to play this piece from this style and this piece from this style. And, you know, we have to be able to show the breadth. And I think people, it's something that happens to me a lot when artists sign with me, they want me to, they want their repertoire list to showcase every composer they've ever dreamed of playing. You know, it's like, because they want to show that they can do everything. And actually, when you say, I only play Beethoven sonatas, but I do it really well, suddenly, not only do people book you for that because they know what you do, but they also think, oh, yeah, maybe maybe you could do this, you know, and you sort of, it goes from there, I think. Uh-huh, uh-huh. And, um, and I think that this whole concept of specialization, uh, I cannot stress it enough because it is so easy to be a performer and uh, think, well, gee, out of all the repertoire that I've developed, I'm best at Beethoven sonatas. But um, but if I if I tell people that, then I'm 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 missing out on opportunities. I'm missing out on money. Um, and that is that is it took me a while to realize that that is just fear. That is fear speaking right there. And quite honestly, if you say that you that you do it all, then what is the reason for somebody else to choose you then? If yeah. if you can do it all, if you want to be uh, something for everybody, you know, what's what what is the what is the reason for the other person to choose you then? Uh, whereas um, when people know that you specialize in one thing, then you want to be the first person that comes to mind uh, in that one thing. And, and we, we definitely, the, us human beings, I don't think we even are even that conscious that we really do uh, admire specialists because obviously with specialization, that means that you have that focus to really dive into one thing. And then, and then um, because people will have respect for you for, for being so committed to one thing that they may ask you, hey, I know you do this, but you know, I wanted to pass by this information, which is that. So that could happen too, mm, you know? Absolutely. Absolutely, I couldn't agree more. Um, so, um, Final question then, any, um, any advice for, for people who are where you were um, after finishing your education, you know, kind of 
ideas, perhaps not a lot of directions? What can what can you tell people? Uh, Katie, first of all, I want to thank you for having me on uh, Music Works. Um, I'm really excited to to release to share this to when it's released. Um, I, I as you can tell, I absolutely love talking about um, you know uh, entrepreneurship and um, and yes, I'm I'm thank you for asking that question because I I was kind of hoping you would actually yeah I I definitely had one thing that I wanted to leave leave the listener with which is that every everyone's aware that um, there can be a lot of hardship in in the music industry um that things can be tough for for people who choose this path but of course that there's hardships in every in every industry every career and um i think that i would i would leave i would love to leave the listener with this that winners never quit and quitters never win and so let me say that again. So winners never quit and quitters never win. And the reason I'm saying this is because it is documented in the last, I don't know how long, hundreds of years that the most satisfied, the most fulfilled, the most successful people uh, are the ones that have faced the most rejection which musicians are definitely familiar with, but still, still, still believe in uh, in what they do, and uh, still keep on going because they know that what they're doing matters. They know what they're doing has an impact and serves others. And as long as as long as you know that what you do has a positive impact on others you you must keep going because you will succeed you will succeed if what you're doing has a positive impact on others well that is that is great advice thank you so much um mike it's been fascinating hearing you describe how you've built such a successful bespoke career your insights into how you've learned and grown as a professional musician and an entrepreneur really chime with the attitudes I promote in my practice as a business coach. So thank you for coming on and sharing them. Thank you so much for giving us your time and sharing your, your recipe for business success. Um, now to find out more about Mike and his offering, you can go to www.guitarguideguru.com. And so now it's goodbye from me, Katie Beardsworth. And goodbye from the guitar guru. Thank Mike you. Pavlou. Good night. Goodbye. Thank you. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Music Works podcast. If you've enjoyed this conversation, please subscribe, check out our other great episodes, and even better, leave us a review. You can also sign up to our mailing list at www.polyphonyarts.com forward slash mailing dash list for updates and news about what Polyphony Arts is up to for all you classical music folk out there. You can find more information in the show notes as well. Meanwhile, I'm Katie Beardsworth and I look forward to sharing with you the next great episode of Music Works. Music Works is generously supported by Alliance Musical Insurance, the UK's number one musical instrument insurer. Alliance Music Insurance, serving the music community since 1960, proud to be the insurer of choice for over 70,000 musicians. Music Works is a Polyphony Arts production. Thank you for listening.